What it do? It is your boy, Andrew Chokes, aka Mr. Goody Two Shoes, and who am I with as always? Joseph Huggins, aka Old Man Huggy. Talk shit or get off the pod. Episode 119. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Welcome, motherfuckers. What's up? Man, how are you? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, <clears throat> tired. Oh, bro, ready, come on. Ready for the holidays to be over. How are you going to say tired when the audience is here for you to pump them up? Oh, I mean, I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm saying physically. I'm mentally. I'm all here. My old, my old, my old bones are just creaking like a ship. <laughs> because of all the work? Yeah, just running the fuck around, man. That's all I ever end up doing in the holidays is running around in fucking circles. Well, so it's all good. But, how yeah. was your Christmas? It was good. It was chill. Nothing too crazy. And of course, you know, Big Eagles win, but which is ugly as fuck. But um, no, it was good. I mean, you know, I'm got some rest. It's just, you know, for work and for me right now, it's like busiest time of year. So this is like go time, if that makes sense, where it's just crazy every day there's not much i can really do so that runs until you know like i'm for another, like another two weeks of it so we just got a guy's got to get over the hump and then your boy going to vegas let's go oh oh hitting the craps table um so are were you hitting everybody with a merry christmas or the hat or were you going happy holidays see and this is hilarious so i will say like it used to be Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. You used to say both. I remember when people used to say both and it wasn't a big deal. But I'd be like, hey, y'all have a great Christmas and have a good holidays. Keep it like super simple, kind of cover both my bases. And there are people that are like, it's Christmas. I'm like, all right, man. Sorry, dude. Like, chill the fuck out. I've had some people like, get on to me. Not happy at all. Oh, no. What have I done? Well, the, well guess what? You know, this is where, uh, you know, our the our homies on the left you know the squad and and not that they came up with this but you know where you go too far this is latinx man this is a this is a latinx where okay is has anybody ever come up to you and said no it's happy holidays and got mad at you for saying merry christmas no and we talked about this a little bit last episode i've never had that but, so so I mean, why the fuck did we change it? Like we changed it to to uh, accommodate people, uh, you know, that don't like don't celebrate Christmas because they might get offended about Merry Christmas. Yet nobody ever got offended by that. A lot of people get offended by the Happy Holidays, the you know the one that we came up with to like uh, appease other people, and all we did was just create like drama on that. I'm a big you know like I'm a big Merry Christmas guy. And like when I was on like in sales, you know, and handling my customers, I was never going happy holidays. It was merry motherfucking Christmas. Yeah, you were saying that last yeah. episode. See, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm not even really enjoy the holidays that much to begin with. So I'm just like, whatever. Right. Like if I, if I could go, if I could navigate the day without having you say either to me, and I have to say <laughs> either to point. you, yeah. that's great. Um, what do I always say? I'm. From November first till January first, I'm just like, all right, come on. How much longer on this shit? Like, it's just too much. All right, all right. 
but I mean, I've had I've had people. The people that are pro Merry Christmas are hostile as fuck about being pro Merry Christmas. Well, yeah, because I mean, the thing is, and it's you know just so I'm, it's interesting. So well, there's a war is, on Christmas, bro. There's a war on Christmas, and you're acting like there's not. No, there's not a war on fucking Christmas. Yeah, like you thought that Afghanistan was the longest war in America? Nope, war on Christmas. Yeah, it's longer than the Korean War because the Korean you can't War even, you know, is still kind of technically... You it's... can't even say winter break in our hometown anymore. It has to be Christmas. That's what... So that, it's that's like... Because, that's because... There's a war. It's you're there's a war and, 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 and line in the wartime, sand. In wartime, you know, when there's martial law around... You know, it's like during hostages are game. We we added uh, under God into our pledge of allegiance in the 50s because the soulless, godless communists we were in a cold war with. And we wanted to, you know, let them know we got. See, God on I was a, I was and, a dick when I was uh, in like when I was a little kid, I was a way more of an asshole than I am now. And um, I remember a couple of times just refusing to say the pledge just because it made my teacher like spaz the fuck out and be like you can't do that and i'm like yeah you can't make me do the pledge like i don't want to do it because i just was just like trying to be defiant and it was like a whole meltdown in the office so, you gotta do this but this is you know this is early 90s so they can be like all right take that kid behind the dumpster slap him around a little bit yeah well okay so like this is weird about the pledge of allegiance so like uh this happens from time to time where there's terms that I like don't like actually like think about until later in life. Be- um, and I'm like, oh, so like pledge of the pledge of allegiance. That was the first time I've ever heard the word pledge or allegiance. Right. So I just always associated pledge of allegiance to the name of that thing. Right. Yeah. And and uh, and, and it wasn't until like kind of recently where I'm like, wait a second. Everybody in America, uh, like every kid in America has to pledge their allegiance to this country every morning. Like, isn't that some shit that we would like make fun of like Nazis for doing or something? Or, well, like, that's like shit that they that's yeah, like, that's... you know, like some cult type shit. And well, OK. And that's where some people say ancient astronaut theorists believe that it's that. Yeah, there is a lot of symbolism and pledging and oaths and stuff that took place like in peak fascism, Nazi Germany, hundred percent. I mean, there was whole, there's like the Hitler youth and all these right. like groups of kids. They used to do this thing where they would have, um, <clears throat> I can't remember what it's called, but it was like a boarding house <clears throat> for single moms. And it would just be for single moms. And they'd find out, they'd track down these women who were single moms, blonde hair, blue eyed, find out who the fathers of these kids were and they'd put them up in these big ass boarding houses and like raise their kids and raise their kids as like little SS officers. So the Nazi state would adopt these whole adults, take them and put them up in these big ass, like, no, I know. I saw that. Cause I was watching, uh, but they were uh, treated well, but if you weren't, if you didn't, if it wasn't what a child that they wanted, then you weren't allowed in. Right. So it was like, it was like super crazy. I can't remember what it was called. Well, I saw awesome. like on that Netflix uh, where they re like the World War Two and they like redid it. So it's like all in color and stuff uh, where they invaded Poland and then they were just taking out like the blonde hair, blue eyed kids like, you know, and guess what? Guess what? Y'all history repeats itself. Russia has kidnapped 20,000 Ukrainian children 
and are like now they're all in like schools where the school is like yeah talking about pledge of allegiance like they're dressed up like russians and like singing russian songs and shit like i mean that that's literally uh like verbatim in the definition of genocide and war crime is uh the deportation of children from one country to another well <clears throat> yeah that's and the people that are of age to fight are like fuck this or at least ha- like a good chunk of their population isn't necessarily pro the war or there's people who don't really wanting to fight it's all hodgepodge together. well i know but they're importing kids so that they No, have, i know they so, have, they like, have, so they have so they have to so they have to like try to brainwash these kids and get them on the wagon because they're they can't get that enemy off of the battlefield and then making them their own soldiers like that's what they're doing well, to replace like the okay but regardless of like i don't know how we got there but and then what well, who was it ukraine blew up a russian warship today yeah shout out like blew it the fuck up that's right blew that shit up yeah, they already made the Black Fleet of Russia uh, no longer viable. So, like, they can't even hang out, like, in the where they were, do, like, hanging out because they uh, they know they cannot protect themselves. Like, they're just sitting ducks. So they actually, like, had to move all their ships out of the, the, Black, uh, the Black Fleet out of there. And so that opened up the Black Sea, like, corridor so where they could be shipping ship because Russia tried to put up, like, a blockade, like, a bunch of ass wipes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then now this ship's, like, in Crimea. So... It's like basically none of your shit's safe, buddy. And then it's like Russia has not updated the status of the ship. It's like, yeah, I saw the video. That that whole gone is oh yeah destroyed. I think they said it was a drone strike. And that one, Ukraine was like, oh, that was us. They like ra- raised their hand pretty quickly. We're like yeah. here. They're like, oh shit. That's because pretty wild. because they need to show like some successes on the battlefield. Uh so they can get some funding because it's such a fucked up situation. Like the Republicans are basically playing politics or I actually think, and this is just conspiracy Andy talking. So allegedly on all this, but I actually think that uh, Russia has been really successful in, uh, in having assets in the Republican party, uh, both like that are elected and that are like, you know, advising these people. So I think uh, like that- Mike Lindell, do you think Mike Lindell is a Russian asset? uh he's like a you know what what they call like a a useful idiot you know yeah yeah like he, they they don't he doesn't know if he's a russian asset or not you know he would never know yeah <laughs> but like no i mean i just like these it you know these republicans holding up the funding for ukraine it's like i don't know and like a lot of these guys like have visited russia and stuff like that so so that, i'm just throwing that out there so there's that going on so, but really, uh, there, but there is a, a Republicans, old school Republicans that see like that this is like, you know, essential for us to win this fight, like uh, the West and, yeah. um, but they are Republicans. And so, but their thing is, it's like, well, why are we throwing money, uh, you know, out there? Like when the counter offense is kind of stalled out um, and it's like, well, they need the goddamn money to get the weapons so they can, you know, improve. But basically they're like, well, if they're like winning, then we can, you know, keep funding it. So, so right now it's the winter time and it's like a, nobody's really like making any moves on the front lines. So this is a way for them to like get attacks, get the morale up, get it on the news, get the Europeans, you know, because the Europeans yeah. are trying to get them money too, but a uh, fucking Victor Orban over in Hungary is like holding it up because he's Russia, Russia stooge and he's in the EU. So. He's like, whoa, whoa, 
exactly you spoke at and what was it in frisco texas you spoke <laughs> that's right yeah and then tucker carlson goes out there every year to pay homage to him beach but what were, like how did we even get to ukraine from what we were saying like like we just you know we jump that's what we do it's I good know, but i felt like we left somewhere like off but anyways all right well we talked but, about the russian ship getting blown up i know but that was like well down the well down the tangent sure that's not okay. bad though no i'm not saying it is buddy all right as we do y'all we start with therapy questions therapy question number one joseph when you think of yourself do you imagine that you are your body or that you're in your body probably in my body so okay well i mean yeah i mean but like i guess i'm like self-aware enough to know that like my body is like a vehicle it's like a biomechanical suit for my brain so it's like you're not you know it's so like then, so then who is the it's like your I brain am, is controlling you if you're not yeah like that. your brain is controlling this like your brain is your body well yeah well no your brain is the pilot of this biomechanical suit that we walk around in day to day well see like the way that i've said it before you know it's like your brain is just uh fire like neurons just firing constantly and, and so like uh I always say like you, you are not your thoughts, you know, your thoughts are just boom, boom, shit going off in your brain constantly. You're the one observing your thoughts. So in in that sense, you're not really your brain. Well, but no, but that's your brain observing itself because for you to observe your thoughts, you have to use your brain in the first place. So if you're going to imagine something or visualize something, you're use your, you how, purposely hey, bro, bro, using, how could, how can mirrors, uh, how can it's like it's like the cockpit it's like the cockpit of a biomechanical suit and your spirit is driving this mech suit that's all made of water and that's it okay so i think we, we might have talked about this before but real quick so if there is it a body transplant or a brain transplant be a body transplant because the brain would could be it would the brain house. is the constant yeah, is the constant. So the brain would be like that person, person's personality. If it was even remotely close to what it was like, you'd be changing, putting that brain in a new body. It's like right. a new, it's like giving it a new biomechanical suit. Right. So I don't think that, you know, you can't do that. But so like if it would so not if, be the same person. So if like, yeah. So if somebody's like, yo, I have to get a brain transplant, that's the other person actually just taking their body. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, because no, I agree with that. Yeah, like, and you wouldn't sign up. You don't sign up to be. You sign up to get your brain put in something else. I wouldn't want right. someone else's brain in my body. It would not unless it was like, okay, we're gonna keep this much of your regular brain, and we're gonna cut out a little no. bit of it. See, what? so then that's what I'm saying. Like, otherwise, you're gonna lose everything right. that makes you who you are. So whoever has 51 percent of the brain matter. Is is the is yeah that's it that's, it that's, is the I am is the no see that's what that's how you fuck up somebody's like spiritual um you know like your conscious like what is your conscious you know if we got a third a third and a third of uh three people's brains it, cool buddy or if it was just fifty fifty you know, in a fourth person's extremely, body extremely extremely intelligent right side and extremely intelligent left side okay but I'm just saying make a super brain okay but what is that human you know 
whose consciousness is that? That'll be a new consciousness. It might not even have that, so it doesn't. That work. would that would rip the flat circle of time right there. Well, and that's that'd be like some Frankenstein Frankenstein shit because you know if you were to create life as we see it or how we view it, you'd also have to create consciousness for something for someone. You'd have to. Create- I mean, I guess that is what life is: is as two people putting shit together to make like a baby. Well, so yeah, you put well, your put your, your two brains together. Well, I'm saying in that, yeah, well, to in make that a fucking freak, in that in that sense, yeah. But I mean, like for us to artificially do that, I don't, you know, how do you artificially? That's like AI. So you make some AI brain and put it in a row. That's that's the whole spooky thing about AIs. Because you guys, because this is because to create consciousness, we'd have to do it on some sort of technological level, some sort of like. To create consciousness, we need to do it on some technological. No, but right, you could. No, I agree. I just so like (laughs) unless we can figure out some way to like summon souls and like put souls and shit on some science, some Scientology Thetan shit, and we're like catching Thetans that are coming out of a volcano and putting them in cavemen. Do you think think AI is going to uh, is going to show us what a soul actually is, or prove that their soul doesn't exist? Or 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 just not not way. I think I think that for AI, it would be if it were just gonna reach if it was to if it was going to reach that point to where it could explain it would have to have it itself. So that's what I'm saying is like it could never fully understand unless it had a soul itself. You're saying that uh, Ray Charles can't explain color. Well, no, because he I think he could see at one point, but you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like somebody who's born blind explaining yeah, like Helen Keller's deaf ass. Damn. Um, but her yeah, de- her deaf dumbass. Damn. Well, but yes, <laughs> Helen Keller would be an example of someone. So you know, explaining having her explain sounds or not sounds or sounds. Yeah, but especially like, ah, ah, that's terrible. Ah. But when it comes to you know the colors, Helen yes, she'd plan. have no you know, frame of re- plan. She'd have no no frame of reference just like an ai computer wouldn't have any frame of reference on what it's like to be human it would only be knowing what it studies and what it learns it would only be getting like information somebody trying to explain it to someone so it's like we can't even explain our own consciousness so how can I, we explain, I actually, expect ai to i actually think that ai given the right uh data and i think that we'll just get there that it will be able to put like together all sorts of data to the uh it would to explain to us like life after death what happens it'll be like oh it's obvious like based upon you know all this information it just it's just like the logical mathematical conclusion and it's just it explains it to us or like what happened before i think it could could get there i think if it had enough data about you it could tell you when you're gonna die well that's not good i know I don't want some big death clock supercomputer. That sounds awful. It's just gonna put like all all these like uh, data points together, like trillions and trillions of them, and then it's just gonna be based upon this, this, you know, all of that, everything that I've calculated. This is ninety nine percent likely of when you're gonna die, but, and it's taking information from everything ever everywhere in the world. No, but it couldn't come to come. It couldn't make a decision up to ninety nine percent accuracy because, uh, unlike the AI, you'd still have the free will to do what you would want. Do you to have do. that? Then that's what it comes down to. Do you actually have free will? Does it actually exist? Well, if it tells you that you're going to die because you're, you know, in thirty years because you're 
power smoking cigarettes and then you quit smoking cigarettes and you take care of yourself and you become well, the super AI, healthy. No, the AI would know that you were going to quit smoking cigarettes, so it wouldn't have predicted that. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's always right. So you're saying that AI is going to be able to tell the future? If, I'm saying it would be able to if it was given the... Uh, you know, it would be able the, to give you most probable outcomes, but it wouldn't necessarily be able to come up with it with 99% accuracy. No, I think it will get there. If I don't, it has I, enough information that fed into it. Yeah. I think it has the ability to do that. It just whether or not it has all the information it would need to do that. Well, I mean, but that's where the AI would be the concept, but humans are would be the craziest you have to just uncontrollable think like, variable in that experience experiment would be like humans would be doing whatever the fuck they wanted so it wouldn't like it, could, it couldn't dictate what those people did day to day it could try so i'm saying i come up with most probable outcome it'd be like based off of your current trajectory and the way you're living your life now you shouldn't live past that no, it's this not just based on you it's based on everybody so it would take other people's yeah. lifespans into factor to determine yours. The weather, the your where you live, everything. It could. I'm saying that it could. You know, if it had all of that information. Yeah, but that, I, I think that that's fine. But I think that, that that number would change. It wouldn't give you something, hey, this is when this is going to happen 20 years from now, and it's not going to change. I think you can increase that number and you could decrease that number and it wouldn't be able to take into account. Or maybe it could hit you with like four outcomes that that equal a 90 plus percentile yeah but even then it'd still be it wouldn't be able to predict what you were what you were going to do and the decisions you're going to make because you have your own yeah, free will and decision yeah, making no you don't you're going to do what you're going to do right now based upon every fucking thing that has happened previous in your life and everything that has happened outside of you in the, in the world because of the time and place you are in and because of everything, every thought, every second, every moment leading up to this has is going to lead you to do the very next thing, whether it's change your mind or not change your mind. And so it's just it's just basically dominoes, like where you put the domino and you put you you hit one and it's de -de 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 -de. it's just a second after second of a, you're on the path you're already on, man. It's mm. already set. You think you got free will, but you were already going to do that thing that you thought that you changed or that you pivoted. You were always going to pivot. Mm. Even your pivots are planned. That's, a, that, that's that. a theory. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that all of my pivots are planned. Yeah, That's lame. Why well, would be lame? So then there'd be like no point. <clears throat> that's what people say. Who says that ancient astronaut theorist? I guess the point is just to enjoy <clears throat> the ride. I mean, you think you're in charge, so just you could just yeah. But that's a really that's a really long. that's a great like zero accountability way to look at life. I know, and that is like a, a everything that, that a happens and that I that is everything that I say and do and have done and will do has all been predetermined. So fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, they actually like in the group therapies that I like sessions that I was doing um, over the summer uh they would have us take these like tests and a lot of them uh were based on that like or it was like four different categories but one of them was uh do you think like you know life like that you get to determine 
what happens to you in life or do you think like things just happen to you and uh we weren't saying one's good or bad but i don't know you know i think it's better to they if you to take charge of your life you know oh yeah no definitely definitely but i think there's multiple i think that you come to multiple forks in a road every single day and choices and decisions you can make and the path that you choose or take yeah can be determined from those things long term so i think there's long-term impact in decisions we make that we don't realize it till it's way after the fact that that decision has had that much impact in your life oh, hopefully yeah. hopefully you reflect on it in a positive way um, but you know that's not true for all decisions we make which is fine but i just don't think that it's everything's predetermined i have no say in what i do i mean i decided that that's that just sounds goofy. That sounds like, like I said, no accountability. That's just like, ah, fuck it. It is what it is. That's like some YOLO shit. You only live once. No, I mean, it more like, it's just more like. Because uh, then you have no control. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like, no, but there's people who think that like. Oh, know, I'm sure. But also uh, you just because you have no, no control doesn't mean like that you change the way that you live. Well, no, but but unless a, you're unless you're like fuck it, I'm not gonna vote. Fuck it, I'm not gonna ask for a raise. Fuck it, you know, like that's like different, you know. But um, well, I think there's more people that are like that. But it's like re- reaching a level of comfortability or plateauing. So I mean, you should yeah, always never taking credit for good things that happen to you is a problem. But also, uh, but outside m- must be nice, like being like that eh, when bad things happen. Be like, that's eh, not my fucking fault. Yeah, I mean, I always say good things have side effects, bad things have benefits. So there's always how it's how I look at stuff. There's yep. good things going on. It's like what, like there's going to be some negative something that's going to come from this. Be it's like, oh well, now I have to drive farther for a new job, or but I'm making more, but now I got to wake up earlier. And it's like you know, you, you're always going to have to change stuff. And then if there's bad things or something bad happens, I try to look at it from the perspective of like, all right, well, what are the positives that can come out of this negative? And what can I gain from having this setback? What's my next move to go even farther than where I was before? Um, And that way I never, I'm never too high on my highs because I'm always looking for pitfalls and I'm never low on my lows. I'm always just looking up and trying to climb my way up. Right. So I always try to have like the opposite where people, overly celebrate their dubs and then they it's like life's gonna happen man anticipation and preparation are like 99 percent of being a functioning adult it's just like under at some point in life you need to realize anything can happen at any given moment and you should just try to be as ready for it as possible and not get caught slipping well with like uh the positives where you're like you're looking for pitfalls and you know like then there's uh a way to to just well, that's good, but like a way to give it just a little bit of a positive spin, even more. Like those are new problems. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So, so you call them new problems, and that's what you're always you always should be striving for is getting new problems. Yeah, good problems. It go from like a, I can't sell out this arena to I don't have enough seats in the arena. You know, uh, yeah. that type of shit. Which is I think what you're saying, but not like when don't always like when you get a win, be like, oh, what sucks here? But no, like, no, but, but I'm saying you don't no, want in, to get, in yeah. the darkness, like in in darkness, there is always light. And that's the way you have to look, find the light in that. I think is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to try to, you know. Yeah. Look. One of my uh, counselors was like, uh, you know, be like, don't ever be like, uh, why did this happen to me? Be like, why did this happen for me? 
Yeah. I mean, or what, what I used to always say, there's always like, oh, light at the end of the tunnel. Like, oh, you're doing better. And I think it's like, no, like there really is no like light. Not at the, at end, the of- end of the tunnel. I'm saying like that there, there, there's some good even in like the bad. No, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying it's just another saying is where people be like oh well like you know times are tough you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's like nah man like there is really no light like life is a tunnel and you got to kind of like build some headlights so you can at least see like 10 the or storm 15. is coming always and it's just a matter of uh surviving it and getting through yeah is your are you and your ship ready do you have can you can you turn on some headlights so you can see in the tunnel and see what's coming because that makes the drive a lot easier if you can't then yeah you're driving blind through a fucking tunnel it's terrible you're gonna and, destroy- and also is the deck crew ready to put the water toys in and and can you tell the chef Mistakes overcooked. Thank you. Because that's my belt. It's a yacht. Captain okay. Sandy. That's right. Dude, I was obsessed with like all of those below deck shows for a while. Dude, I might go be a yachty here in a little bit, you know. Really? I want to be. I don't know if I'm too old for the show, though. But some of those guys, I don't know. They could be like 45. But I think being a yachty, it's like, you know, they could be 27 and it, it looks like 45. Well, won't you just go? Won't you just get a job on the yacht? Period. Why does it got to be on the show? Because I'm a face made for television. Ooh. You know, come on, bro. That's what I need to do. Get on below deck, then uh, and then parlay the the fame into the, the podcast. You know, all of a sudden people from the show are listening to the podcast. Bada bing, bada okay. boom. Talk shit okay. media, old man huggy productions. Okay. Hey. Well, I support you. Good luck. On I'm a Bravo Liberty. That wouldn't be bad. Therapy question number two. Would you rather eat 10 pine cones or poop five? Well, if I eat 10, I'm going to poop at least five of them no, out. No, 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 no. So I just eat them and there's no poop afterwards. Okay. Um, probably. I try probably try to eat 10. That would suck, but I'd try to get creative with it. Yeah, I think so, too, because I feel like serious long-term damage could happen to your rectum, colon, prostate, sphincter, perineum. That's right. Also, uh, just quick um, public service, make sure to tan your perineum. Get the sun on your perineum at least. 30 minutes a day get out of here but i think three minutes i don't know yeah 30 minutes you'll burn that well you have to bit. ease into it ease into it. my perineum my perineum <sighs> looks like uh somebody working in blood diamond mine that's, that's how dark it is that's so disgusting that's terrible how tan that shit is bro that's gross i'm sure you're doing it out back i'm sure i, I got vitamin d poisoning I'm sure that I'm sure I'm got vitamin D poisoning in the ass. Okay, good to know. I got melanoma on my perineum. Um, I'm sure your parents and your whole family loves that. Where's Andy? He's on the deck. <laughs> He's not on the deck. You know where he is. Ass up. Yeah, like a curtain pulled on both sides of you. No, no curtain. Get out of my son. Don't come out on the deck when I'm sunbathing, mom. Yeah, and I've got a chart, you know, because now that we just went through uh, the first day of winter, every day gets a little bit lighter and lighter. So yeah. I actually use that little bit of lighter 
uh, each day to, to, to ease in, ease in. That's how you can do it, people. So each day it's like five minutes more of sunlight. So just go to uh, your perineum sunning spot, same time each day, and there'll be just a little bit lot more sunlight until all of a sudden you're worked up until it's, uh, you know, June 21st. They're a perineum powerhouse. Summer solstice. Ooh. Winking your at, tank, wink, winking your at people. Tan, <laughs> winking at people with it. That's how. <laughs> yeah. You Jesus. know, yeah, in, instead of tan mom, you'll be tan tanked. Dude, that's so weird to me. If I don't know what I'd do if I walked up on somebody, if I had like a roommate and they were just like sunbathing their asshole on the back deck, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Would you? And yeah, maybe I mean, you think it's ethical to just to disturb you gotta, somebody? To you got somebody yeah, while they're you gotta, No, you got to let somebody know. If I if if you, I'm you can't wait. If I'm let's say we're roomies and I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna go on the back deck and smoke a bowl, and I don't know you're there, and you're just out on the back deck. Why wouldn't you know I was there? I'm there every day. Ankles, ankles. I just told you. Ankles by this is the first time I've learned of it, and I'll never go out there at this time again. But you gotta let me know. You gotta be like, look, dude, I sunbathe my asshole every time at this time of day. Okay, but this would happen. This would happen once, right? This is a one-time thing. It's not like this would keep happening. You're doing it every day. Well, wouldn't anymore? I'd be scarred. You should at least give me a heads up. Right. Okay. So the first time I'll give you a heads up, but you know, let's say you happen to catch me, you know in my healthy lifestyle by the way something that you should be doing you know hey, I'll throw the i'm trying salt, to set a good example salt water enema with your ass you know i know that the black paint don't crack even though it's right next to your ass crack Jesus. all right therapy question number three so california sunbathing your asshole it's the most california shit not your asshole Okay, and then rub, rub some Himalayan pink salt on it. That would I don't know why you would do that. But. <laughs> I don't know. To some, then sage it. Salt bay. <laughs> would you rather be trapped in a cage with a tiger or a pool with a shark? Um, those are both terrifying. I'll go uh, pool, shark. Sharks die from the chlorine. Boom. Your boys. No. Yeah, your boy. No, your... this shark. This shark can swim. That's a. That's a. I see what you did there, but no. Let's say uh, the shark okay, can, but, uh, okay, is totally but, uh, fine. Okay, let's say the shark's totally fine. I'm still going with the shark. Like, uh, I've never heard people being like, "Hey, you know, like when a tiger attacks you, you just punch it in the nose." Like, uh, there is a tactic for humans to fight sharks. I don't know how well it works, but uh, there is a well-known tactic. And for the jungle cat uh, in a cage, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Joey Bag of Donuts should be in a cage with me. Get his ass knocked out. But um, I think there's no way you can win that. But uh, with the shark, I hit him in the nose and we're good to go. Yeah, it depends on the shark. Tiger would be terrifying. But, I mean, there's this one, like, because I don't fuck with sharks like that. I mean, we've talked about I don't fuck with the ocean like that. And Well, I mean, it's, yeah. 
I mean, I fuck of, with the kind ocean. of redundant. Like, I fuck, I fuck with the ocean, but I'm still like, hey, let's go swim with like, some you, sharks. You I'm need like, to no, swim man. to fuck with the ocean, right? I can swim though. Come uh, on, dude. Uh, Southridge Lake swim team. I don't know. Come, on, now. Come on, bro. You didn't know I could swim. <laughs> that is might be the most racist thing I've ever. I didn't know you could swim. Good for you. Um. My parents were white, dude. I had swim lessons. Come on, bro. They they thought I can't float, but I oh, I just I just didn't. Th- I mean, I, I didn't think that you. I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't know that lessons would do it. Yeah, you, know, you know, kickboard. They teach you how to kick your legs. Because I legs. if I figured it, you know, because every like that's how most people learn is lessons. So I just don't understand why black people don't swim. Well, there's not a lot just, of like. If, if, well. I mean, it depends on the area. Any, um, regardless of race and a low income area, I don't know if I'd want to be getting swim lessons at the community pool. Why? That's where Wendy Peppercorn is, bro. Because in South Lake, they're like, um, "Do you know the code? Do you actually live here? Because if you don't live here, you can't come to the pool." Yeah, and in hindsight, back, that happened come back, to me like a hundred times. That happened to me like a hundred times. I was like, I live, totally fucking live here. I, it's like thinking back. There's so many times of random moments like. Do you guys even live in the neighborhood? It's like, yes, we do, bitch. Like, we're here every day. We out here, bro. You trying to get these hands? Pools taken. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. You can swim here if you want. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm fighting a shark all damn day. Um, But on Shark Week, there's a guy who was swimming, snorkeling, swam right into a shark's mouth. Shark just goes like, and he didn't even see it. He didn't realize that he was inside the shark's mouth that he was being eaten by a shark. Reached around, yanked, popped its eye out, and it let him go, and he survived. How did he reach out? He reached out while he was in because he was like shark. swimming. He was swimming, so he was like head first in the stomach in its mouth, but uh, his arms were free, so it was like he was thrashing and reached up and was trying to fight it and grabbed and pulled its eyeball out. What the shark do? Let his ass go, dude. He's blinded that boy. Dude. He fucked that dude up. I don't know if you pulled on my eyeball, I might like clinch down on my teeth. The sharks have some scary eyes, too. They're just like dead black, like just like buttons, like right. creepy buttons. Well, you know what else is scary? A tiger's fucking eyes when you're in a cage <laughs> and it's just you and the tiger, bro. I'd be more comfy with the tiger in a cage than like in the wild because you wouldn't even see it. It would just like pop up. It'd be all like I'm striped. There's nowhere to go, though, bro. Yeah, maybe you could befriend it. Never know. Maybe you chill it out. Like, hey, no, because like good. if you could scare the tiger, then if it's not in a cage, it would run away, you know? But if you're scaring it and you're trapped in a cage with it, it's just going to be trapped in a quarter and react. Well, but there's got to be some sort of time limit. So let's say it's 10 minutes in a, in a pool with a shark or 10 minutes in a cage. Dude, with the shark don't want to see me 10 minutes in a pool, please. I'm like Mark Cuban in the shark tank. Because if you're at a pool for 10 minutes and you can't tread water while you're trying to fight, you're going to get tired more fast. Either way, it's a death trap, dude. Either way, you're fucking dying. Dude, There's no I way. gobbled up SpongeBob and I ate Nemo. Unless it's like some nurse shark that's just like vibing at the bottom of the pool with its little fangs and it's just like, what's up? Unless it's a chill-ass shark, it's going to fuck be a you dead up. dead shark is what it is. It's going to fuck you up, dude. It's like a hammerhead or something. Well, uh, we've been around for a couple million years. Get out of here, bro. Can't even breathe properly. I can breathe. Oh, gills. I fuck a gill up. That's another. See, like, sharks are just, like, they're exposed. 
Like they got gills that you can fuck with. You can pull their eyes out. Apparently, their nose is vulnerable. What the fuck is that? Yeah, but they're a solid chunk of like muscle and cartilage. They're just like solid cartilage, and they have the free range of motion in the ocean, so they can swim so fast, so unfathomably fast. Then faster than a human could run, a shark could swim up underneath you and just snag your ass. There's nothing you could do about. Yeah, it. but but guess what? See, whereas like uh, being able to scare the tiger and have it bounce outside of the cage, if you're outside of a cage with the shark, your your speed's useless. We're in a pool, and we're in the Sea World pool. So I know you've been being no, abused. It still I has, know you've been being abused for a little bit, and it's so still you're not got more skills. Game. It's still got more skill in a pool than you do in a pool. It has right, to be but, but but it but it's uh, reduced its you know capabilities. You know, it could only go so far. Yeah, but that's like you're in its environment. Yeah, you know, it's like well, you're not supposed to be there. Our, you know, we'll find out. You're not supposed to like we're not. We ain't supposed to be in the ocean fighting sharks. Though. No, we're in a pool, or in a pool fighting hum- sharks. Human made. Whose arena is it now, bitch? I think I bet you pools kill more people. The pool boys than, than, than tigers in cages in a year. <laughs> I don't know, man facts <laughs> you're like damn that's actually probably a really no. sad so probably a really sad statistic uh peter don't get on our ass we don't advocate beating up sharks unless it's or, like a uh what's it called or locking tigers in cages right with ourselves in there yeah 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 free jokes dirty dancing do you see joe exotic ass joe biden Not dirty dancing part? what what Go Joe ahead. Biden, Joe said Joe Joe Biden um got asked for a pardon by the Tiger King man. Oh, what do you say? He was like, "Hey, get me out of here. I want to go home what for Christmas." Bi- what did Biden say? I don't think he responded. <laughs> um, which is kind of sad, you know. But free, free our boy, free Joe Exotic, dude. He loves prison. You think? Of course. I don't know. He had it pretty good on the outside, man. But he also has it pretty good on the inside, and. A lot of people are getting in on the inside of him and his perineum, if you know what I'm saying, in prison. He's got teaches a sunbathing class. Oh, did. Yeah. I guy's like, yeah. Loving life. He's all like, the all the dick Mr. Ever find. Mr. Miyagi of perineum tanning. <laughs> <laughs> Wax on. Wax off. Final therapy question. Therapy question number four. Would it be ethical to have sex with your clown? Um, probably not, but you know, live your best life. Um, would it be possible to reproduce with your clone with all of like the new science and technology and transitioning and all of that? Or is that still an impossibility? I think that'd be an impossibility right now. It'd have to be like, you'd have to create some sort of like genetic clone and it would have to be a twin. That would be like your clone well, twin. Not, yeah, it's not really. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be like, it couldn't be like, oh, this is like, this, okay. this, it's got a womb. But just like how uh, last episode I was saying, if they were growing human flesh in the lab, there would be a constituent of people that would eat it. Uh, if there were clones, there'd be a huge amount of people that would be hooking up with themselves. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that would be. A ton. 
<laughs> like doing some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess I mean the rule should be no clones. But do we there, really, every do we really every trust China? Every married couple would be like a foursome. They'd be doing foursomes. Well, see, like the thing is, is like, because uh, China would be like the one country that I would think would, you know, kind of experiment. You know, if there was going to be one, I'm not saying that they have or anything. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think that they would have the capability, like the United States, but then also maybe cross the lines a little bit. You know, like, um, and but then the one thing I was thinking about with the clones, like, well, they already have like one point, you know, four billion, one point six billion people. Uh, so why would they want to clone more people? Well, yeah. turns out India now is the most populated uh, country on earth that happened this year. But also China is like at already hit peak population. Now they just went down like 200,000, which 200,000 in the in uh, the sense of like a, a over a billion is not a lot. But the fact that it went down was crazy. So China is uh, now not growing and they're not going to have... Uh, like the youth to support their, you know, gr- like grow or um, aging population. Oh yeah. So they might have a need to bring in some clones. And they like, they lied about a bunch of their figures on how, what their population was at recently. They've well, gotten, yeah, like, they, pop- well, they, they just stopped putting out data on um, unemployed youth unemployment. Cause right now it's like at over 25%. That's crazy. That's how a revolution starts, bro. Would you bang your clone? Uh, no, nah, because I'm not like into dudes. Like, I don't know who would be the bottom and who would be the top, you know? Well, it like, would have to be, it would have, you would have to, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, you'd have to figure that we, out. We'd both yeah. not be into it. That's a rush. What if, yeah, what if your clone was like super gay? I was like, come. It was like always pressuring you to like hook up. <laughs> that would be a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I paid like 50 grand for this thing. That's all it wants to do is fuck all the time. <laughs> fuck me. All it wants to do is fuck me all the time. I needed it to like, uh, yeah. To, so like, he's you- trying to get me drunk and fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> this clone sucks. <laughs> Oh man, that yeah, would be man. that would be weird. That would be weird. That's definitely like a Black Mirror episode where everybody's got a clone of themselves and they're like fucking it. Yeah, doing weird shit with it. I feel like their... yeah, because like, the thing about how many narcissistic people are out there, you know. Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of people who'd be like, oh fuck yeah, look how yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And would your clone um, represent you in that moment and then age? at the same rate as you so it look like you the whole rest of the time because then if it did when you're 50 it's 50 like it would age with you that's how i always think of clones but like i know that's not really how it necessarily would work it's not like you know poof here's like a, a replicate of you you know it's like uh grown from cells or whatever yeah so i you know i don't know how that whole thing works but you know who probably does xi jinping allegedly Allegedly. <laughs> Some say he's a clone. Ancient astronaut theorists do believe that he might be a clone. Nah. You don't he think up, he grew up on the countryside? His dad was a uh, politician. 
old Paul McCartney's a clone, or it's fake Paul McCartney. Fall McCartney is the clone. As the Beatles conspiracy theorist. What what would Paul McCartney say about that? I don't know. Well, mine's more like a George Harrison. It's not so much a not really a Paul McCartney, but more of a George Harrison. I'm not really sure. I think that Paul's dead. That's not a real Paul. I mean, I gotta find that documentary. It's the yeah, the ah uh, George Harrison tapes. Where after he died, he's like, all oh, these audio files were released of George Harrison talking about how Paul McCartney like died in a car accident, and then they did. They found they did a lookalike contest and they found the guy who won the lookalike contest for Paul McCartney, put him in the band and then made him replace him. And that is the Paul McCartney we have now that the real McCartney, Paul McCartney died in a car accident and he did get in a really, really shitty bad car accident and almost died. Like he did. Paul McCartney did almost die driving this little white convertible sports car crashed in the rain on like the countryside way back in the day. And he almost fucking died. That was a really big deal. People were geeking the fuck out. So, you, know, then, you know, now I'm now I've seen it. Now I get it. I get it. No, and, no, no. You know who else got into a car accident and almost really died? Kanye. Kanye is the new Paul McCartney. The similarities, bro. And then the the whole thing is that then the MI5 and everyone else got involved because oh man, if we tell everybody that paul mccartney's dead like these people are gonna freak the fuck out remember and like the whole thing is it sounds hyperbolic people were goofy as fuck back then so it was like oh all these kids are gonna jump off bridges because paul Mar-. so they decided to just lie and then implement this other person and have him play he can play bass do all the stuff looks a little bit different when the pictures are like, look at this one and look at that one. Are you fucking and kidding me? No, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm serious. No. And then, so if you play, if you play a bunch of these records backwards, some of their old records, like the Sergeant Pepper app album and stuff, if you play these songs backwards, they say stuff like Paul's dead backwards. I mean, they do it in the documentary. The documentary is wild. Okay. What, what do you think would be more of a problem uh, is telling everybody that Paul McCartney died in a car accident or everybody finding out that Paul McCartney died in a car accident and you guys try to cover it up for a couple of years with some rando and continued well, on at this point it's to too make far the, gone. make the bag to make the bag. At like, this point, oh, we want to save the children. We won't, we won't save the children. We want to just save the children. We were trying to protect the teens. Everyone loves Paul. Paul's dead. How are we going to tell them? John's wondering what we're gonna do. And the Beatles were like a sensation for like six years, dude. Like that's how long they were together, right? Like, like, so you think like uh, that they were so like ingrained that quickly into the like MI six is involved, like in this cover up for like some like twenty year old druggie. Like, it was like his name LSD. Maxwell. Maxwell with M fifteen came by and he said that we got to do it. We don't have a choice. We didn't want to. Well, what are we gonna do? Paul's dead. <laughs> Why didn't they do it for Lennon then? Because at that point it was all like that. that oh, he was in America. Shot. He was he in got, America. Yeah, like, captured ah. like the middle of New York by yeah, yeah, like yeah. some crazy fuck like signing autographs. It was like everybody saw that, right? Right, right. Everybody saw that. But no, um, that's like you know the whole Paul McCartney's. I don't know I even know how we got on this tangent. Oh, the clone. But that's 
that's the whole you know and then they all branched off and then you know Ringo's the conductor on Thomas the Train also after George Carlin left there's just all sorts of goofy shit that went on um but yeah that's you know the theory of Paul being dead and there's all these different things where they're walking across Abbey Road and it's like oh Paul's not wearing shoes because he's barefoot because he's dead John's wearing <laughs> white have you never seen this and it's like no, John's wearing picture, white but- John's like, wearing white because he's like Jesus. Somebody else is the preacher or the pallbearer. And then somebody's the grave digger. George Harrison's the grave digger. And then Paul McCartney's dead. And that's why he's barefoot. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a whole thing. This was a documentary that was like on, on. Why don't you be Netflix. like a normal band like the Beach Boys and hang out with Charles Manson out in California? That's what that's what real musicians do. Well, what happened to their first? Isn't what's their they had a lead singer or a singer Brian Wilson who's like what about like isn't he all just like fucked up and on drugs all the time now? He he was on a lot of drugs, but yeah, he has like uh he's like bipolar and yeah. Okay, so you know fucking gene. He's a genius. Everything he does is predetermined, so never mind. (laughs) That is true. But um and it was predetermined that the Beach Boys there were better was than clones. the Beatles. There was clones. Oh, John Slope B. I love that song by the Beach Boys. One of my favorite Beach Boys song, which is like a random weird song, but it's good. Um, yeah, if there was clones, people would do some weird fucking shit with it. People would be like, it, swingers would be all about it. That'd be a huge swingers thing. They'd just sit around and watch their clones fuck each other. Yeah. To be like, yeah, that's what it would be like. like think about the yeah, rich people, like uh, like in um, Django Unchained, or yeah, Django Unchained. Yeah, uh, like the shit that like Leo and like DiCaprio's doing, like in like the living room, you know. Like, oh, yeah. think about like with clones, like you know, just all sorts of just like depraved shit. Oh yeah, there'd be all. It'd be the most dystopian shit of all time. It'd be fucking weird, dude. It'd be like e- Elon and uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, like having their clones fight each other in a cage match for like money to the death. See, but that would be cool. Cause that'd be a whole nother like side of sports where you, rather than boxing, you would coach up your clone to go for, so there'd be like UFC for clones where clones, clones are humans too, bro. No, I'm not saying clones lives matter. Right. That's later. That's at least like 20 years into the clone fights, the clone gladiator battles. Then remember, it's like, remember is, is this epic? Dude, Bumfight's genius. I was thinking about it the other day. Hit me. Genius. Up. Did you see the episode where he's on Dr. Phil? No, but real quick, I was trying to think, how the fuck did we ever get secure Bumfight footage? Was it like at Blockbuster? You could rent, yeah, you could rent it. You could rent that so shit. So somebody was going with their parents to Blockbuster. And, and renting bunting Bumfights. Our parents yeah. were so disconnected. They're like, whatever you want. That's, I mean, not mine. I mean, my dad was like cool about me, like getting like R rated movies and stuff, but yeah, uh, my, my dad would have let me get bum fights just because my dad was like, Yeah, sure, whatever. He's like, Does your mom hate it? Yeah, we'll get it. Like, that's yeah, that, of course, she does. Just spite with you know, being spiteful with but just money. trying to explain that to your parents. Uh, it's uh, homeless people fist fighting each other drunk. There's an episode of the Dr. Phil show, um, and um. We won't talk about it, but you know, somebody on this podcast might have secured two VIP tickets to a live taping of the Dr. Phil show. Hell yeah. 
so i might be going to go see dr phil fucking live uh let's go that's awesome like, what does dr you... phil have to say about that what are you doing here and why <laughs> why are you so terrible um so i was like yeah would you be interested in going to the dr phil show i was like fuck yes are you kidding me that'd be epic i gotta like dress up are you sure this is not a setup where you're actually going to be on there and your girlfriend has got like a paternity test or something, you know? That would be, dude, that would be, dude, that's so like. As your attorney, do you need me to go with you? Dude, that would be, if you ever got invited like on Mari. Yeah. Or Jerry Springer. And it VIP, was like. VIP. VIP Jerry Springer. He'd be like, what? Who, who asked you to do this, by the way? Like, you just... No, I just know, you know, there's, you know, I got some connections. And yeah, somebody might have extra tickets because it's free show. They, they, they give them extra... No, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and he's from I've Irving. Gone to, like, so they... Jimmy Kimmel and shit. Like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, see, that's, that's cooler than Dr. Phil. It's like, do they get to pick episodes? But yeah, they film out here in Dallas. He's from Irving. No, I know where he's from, bro. Dude, that's who I should go. I should go with Sticky's dad and Sticky's because Sticky's dad knows him and hates him. So he'd be like, fuck you, Phil. That would be an epic battle because they're both really tall, too. Um, But no, if you ever got invited to like fucking Jerry Springer or Mari, that's like, what? Like, why? People's Court. Okay. Like, that could be kind of funny. Like, something like that. But nah, man. Like, that'd be, that's like ultimate red flag. Or like, if you're on the Steve Wilkos show, like, you're coming with me. That's like, that'd be like a, there's nothing that's good. You're not there for a good reason. And I remember okay. back. And are, back, are you sure this is not happening to you? Are you sure yeah. You're not no, I'm positive. Yeah. And, 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 because I remember back in the day on Jerry Springer, they'd be like, oh, so what do you think you're doing? Like, oh, you know, well, I got invited out and, you know, it's really cool. And, you know, she's Free great. Bus ride to Chicago. I met this girl. We've been dating for a couple months and she's wonderful. Right. It was always like they would, people didn't know what they the were getting them. themselves into. Now it's like, there's no doubt, you know, RIP Jerry. That's shout out think. to the real That's one. That's what they think, dude. Well, they don't do Jerry you, Okay. You, like, this is like how I always think, like, how he do fixed, people he on. fix that part of the world. He how people like on intervention genre. don't realize they're on intervention now, you know? Like it's happened so many times, you know. Oh, just to, right. That's and it's happening to you, dude. Like, no, man, I don't think you've I don't convinced think... yourself that you're not going to be the subject on Dr. Phil, and you are. You're walking into your own. You better no. be ready. You better be ready to go viral. I need you to cash me outside. How about that? If you, you get one <laughs> shot, bro, if they Did pull you, you s- up on Dr. Phil. Dude, that'd be epic. Time or you, do you just cause? Well, I mean, it's a, ta- it's a taping, so I mean, I, I was like, or do you just cause a scene on Doctor Phil? Not a scene. There's, you got to go the, viral. There's viral been moments. some. There's some good ones. Well, he's been lately having like weird TikTokers and shit on, and he's just like, "Why are you so annoying?" And tell your family that they're assholes. Like, just says the goofiest shit to these people. It has these people that are obviously making stuff up. Like this one black girl who swears she's white. And hates black people. It's the goofiest shit ever. And she's still doing this shtick on TikTok. It's the weirdest shit ever. But he's like, oh, we got to have her on. We got to we gotta fix her. We got to save her. So, I mean, if I, I just hope it, if I do go, I hope it's a good episode. I hope it's not something shitty. hope it's something good. Maybe like, oh, I'm in love with, you know, Kurt Russell and he's my boyfriend. And they're like, that's a Nigerian scammer. Like that would be. Are you allowed great... to like yell things from the audience? Like uh... I don't think so. I think you're just allowed to clap on command. That's it. Like get her, Phil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck her, Phil. <laughs> Stupid bitch. No, but there was an episode where Doctor Phil had the the creator of bum fights on, 
it's epic it's a very short episode you should watch it after this you'll die laughing but dr phil calls him out and this guy has cut his hair and dressed up exactly like dr (laughs) phil (laughs) and just sits across from him and stares at him and they get into an argument lasts about maybe eight minutes eight to ten minutes and then phil's like no that's it we're done get the fuck out of here like fuck this guy but it's so funny because he's just so is, is the person is it, is it true is it true the same guy that same guy who started bum fights is mr beast is that true no it's not the same guy that would be epic though he used to go out on the streets and start bum fights and now he just goes out and pays people money Dude, that was genius that would talk that was like you know obviously there's tons of exploitation in that and like buying homeless people crack and making them fight and giving them money to pull out teeth and all sorts of weird shit but when you think about what culture consumes now on a day-to-day basis that was so there was so much forethought in that that was like genius that was yeah. like like there would be no tiktok without bump fights yeah like you could make bump fights cky original right. jackass or some of those things that are like oh my god like those jackass stunts would just would have destroyed if they were if they never 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 existed and you started doing that now on a platform like tiktok it, the same result would be it'd be the exact same thing but that was just genius and it created a whole another genre of that those people well, just doing filming you and your buddies doing things that is tiktok that is social media you know yeah yeah but it was like pranks and pranking people and getting hurt right. and doing stupid stunts which is all shit we used to do is just like recording I know. yeah we did it yeah we would do that too genius and we then we would recreate the stupid shit that we saw in those videos i remember kicking field goals into traffic that was the, one of my favorites you post up and you just kick field goals and you kick a football and it would just like smack the shit out of cars as they drove by and they'd be like what the fuck you're like sorry dude we're like kicking See, mine was uh I had a go pad and we tied a rope to it and attached to the rope was it was actually a, an inner tube with a rope that was like t- attached to it. Like that's how it was manufactured. So we attached the rope to the back of the go pad and I got in the inner tube on top of the skateboard. I remember and, that. Yeah. And then uh, we were going so fast. I ate shit, but like I'm, I got an inner tube around me. So there's no exit from the go pad. And so I just get dragged by the go pad until my body weight, stopped the go pad and then the driver flipped over the handlebars and we both got all fucked up and we had we had the camera with us but nobody filmed it it was terrible was that g will who was no it was uh adam hansen that's right i was trying to remember and he was uh dating nanners and i was dating chanel at the time so then we like both like went to his house and his mom like dressed our wounds and we hung out with our our girlfriends and like (laughs) i don't know it was weird I remember that. I remember that. That was pretty gnarly because you were fucked up. And yeah, I remember Chubbs was pretty fucked up too. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. Don't do that, kids. Speaking of things not to do, kids, uh, this is an article, first article of the day. Unaccompanied boy six put on the wrong U.S. flight. A six-year-old boy flew alone to the wrong U.S. city after he was incorrectly boarded by on a Spirit Airlines plane. First of all, totally would happen on Spirit. They're just like, yeah, get Why? your little ass on the boat. Get I your like little Spirit. ass on it. Like, at, like the uh, flight attendants and stuff, they were like, you know, they were uh, very into their job. And I felt like it was because they were like just up and coming in the game. They were trying to go from Spirit to like JetBlue or something. 
Yeah, okay, okay. Which I think sure. those two are merging, uh, or they were trying to. But you know what I'm saying? So like that they're not like jaded. You know, they haven't been there for a while. So like they were like you know spitting raps on like the to get, go through the manual and stuff like. Seat that. can be used as a flotation device. Right. Check check your seat belt once or twice. Right. Seat lights on. Sit the fuck down. Yeah. That's a sit down sound. Hey. Put your mask on before theirs. Help the kids before you help yourself, or else your soul will be put on a shelf in hell. <laughs> Are you responsible enough to sit in the exit row? Uh, uh, uh no, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so anyways, I just I don't understand all this shit talk about spirit. It's like to me, it's just another fucking play. Well, first of all, I mean, not even to make fun of the kid, but you put a little a little dude named Casper. Casper yeah, was yeah. traveling. Yeah, you buried the lead. This kid's name's Casper. What, what yeah. kid named Casper's from Philly? <laughs> and you lose your kid named Casper. Where did he go? I don't know, bitch. Why'd you name your kid some good? But maybe he's like the sickest white rapper, like in Philly. And they're like, yeah, oh, this is Casper, homie. Like, I hope he's black. I just hope Casper's black. That'd well, be tight. I mean, kind of, no, it sounded like he was like Mexican because his like grandma's like Ramos. That's right. But. <laughs> From Philadelphia to meet his grandma in Fort Myers, Florida, but he ended up in Orlando, a four-hour drive after he was mistakenly put on the wrong plane. Spirit Airlines has apologized and offered to reimburse his grandmother for the drive to pick up to pick Casper up. Casper was meant to be traveling from Philly to the Southwest Airport in Fort Myers to meet his grandmother. Yeah, Maria Ramos. But in a scene reminiscent, reminiscent from Home Alone 2 when Kevin gets on the wrong flight, leaving him stranded far away from his family for Christmas. But now, nah, bro, like Casper, first of all, it's 160 miles. What they're, Kevin's family's like in Europe or some shit, right? I, okay. But it's Florida, dude. 160 miles. That is a dangerous. Yeah, it's but, a war zone, dude. Yeah, that is. But he landed in Orlando, which is like, you know, the bankrupt capital of the world right now or has right. Been remember for- florida cares about kids only when they're fetuses once they're born well he's you're fucked well look this is desantis is shipping kids in <laughs> there you go he's ship- he's with, the, with the grandma with the, with the last name ramos well yeah that's it it's all oh, we bro. piece it together we just bro desantis that's it. is actually importing like send me my boy send casper down here now <laughs> Tim Scott running his mouth again. Bring bring me that. Bring me that Casper motherfucker from Philly. He, Send him down. His, his him real up. name is not Casper. It, like, it, DeSantis just didn't want him to know that he was uh, Mexican. So, uh, so he's, he's like, like Yo, no, give him the whitest white. name possible. Yeah, he's like, no, you're white. He's like, hey, he's like, really? What's my name? He's like, well, good, well, Casper. <laughs> yeah. He looked just like Devin Sawa in that movie. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Whatever. What the fuck ever, kid. After the plane was supposed to be landed, he was, uh, yeah, no, no, you fucking panicked. Um, I ran inside inside the plane to the flight attendant and asked, where's my grandson? The, so they got her on the TV in Fort Myers. No, I had no kids with me. <laughs> There's no kids on this plane. Bro, that would be shitty. I know, and I would think that this, I can't believe that this was like an article you put in, other than, I guess, the Home Alone Christmas connection. But, uh, but I was like, at the end, it was like had two examples of this happening, and it was like from 2019. So apparently, this I thought like this would probably happen like a couple times, three, four, five times, like a year. 
at least. And it was like, this has happened. They could come up with only two other times in the last uh, like four or five years. So one kid got sent to sent to Sweet when he sent to Germany instead of Sweden, and there was placed on the wrong continental flights in the U.S. and blamed miscommunication among staff. I think it's more the conversation too. I mean, that's wow, dude. Some. I mean, how many times they fuck up where your luggage is? Like you know. Now they're losing kids. I could see them losing kids. I mean, you know, it just seems inevitable. Did your parents ever just put you on a plane by yourself? No. See, we did. My parents did all the time. They'd be like, bye, go see, <laughs> go see grandma, grandpa, peace out. And they just put us on a plane. Oh, maybe actually. Like, you uh, could get walked up to the gate. No, yeah, they could yeah. Walk because, you up to the yeah, gate. No, they did because I went to a hockey camp at Michigan Tech. So I had to fly out there. I think yeah. Yeah, my parents didn't go with me. Yeah, and like, you know, you your parents could walk you up to the gate and then whoever was meeting you would meet you the moment you stepped off of the plane. Yeah. That was nerve-wracking is trying to find somebody when you get off the plane if you land before they get there because then you're just kind of stuck hanging out up by the gate like, yeah, from my family, from my family. But yeah, they put my little black ass on planes all the time. They were like, bye, fly out of here. This one time I was on a plane and uh, they just, it was like a kid flying next to me by themselves. And they had their backpack open it, and it just had like a shit ton of cash in it. And I like, like was drinking, and I thought like the entire plane. I was like, should I grab this? Should I not? Should I? I was like going back and forth. I was like probably like fifteen or sixteen, like trying to come up on some cash, like on my way to Hawaii, trying to rob some eight year old for his for his. This kid did not. This kid did not need the cash. I don't know why they had cash. You know, got V bucks. Well, it was just like they're probably flying by themselves. I don't know, but it was there was an opportunity. But yeah, oh, dude, your boy can report. I did not take in. I will say now, while parents have gone to the far extreme in airports, I mean, I get far extreme, but security is paying the ass and not being able to go to the gates. Annoying. I think if you want to go through security to get to the gate, I think you could should be able to go to the gate. If you want to walk someone to the gate, walk your elderly grandma through security, you should be allowed to do that. Shouldn't be a fucking problem shouldn't need a ticket for that i think that's dick no well that was the no i don't know but uh because then anybody could get through uh and just hang out at the airport it'd be a problem i mean that's what they found out that's what happened with 9-11 like they didn't even need tickets they could just go (laughs) go over there like so then you can't so you don't know who has the ticket so you can't be like oh this person's on the no-fly list they could just show up well there'd have to be some sort of but uh, so when, whenever I was at PJ's wedding in New Orleans and I missed my flight and then I had to fly from New Orleans to Fort Lauderdale and then from there all the way back to L.A. because there was no flight like so I had to go backwards. But yeah. uh, there was an hour layover and I wanted to get out and go smoke a cigarette and I went outside and then I had to go back through TSA to get back on the plane and like before it left oh yeah yeah that's just yeah, be, careful with, that. That, yeah, be how, careful with that dude like that i was like how, dude if i <laughs> if i like uh get stranded in fort lauderdale now like because i wouldn't smoke a cigarette and had to go like i'd be so fucking pissed the denver airport had a smoke lounge and you had to get you had to it was like you had to get a drink or you had to get something to hang out in there for just something and um that was like my favorite spot because it was just like the mountains were right there, but it was this tiny little box of a room surrounded with glass doors. But I hate flying. So in between flights, if I was ever in Denver, I'd go to the airport early just to sit there and be like, all right, give me a shot. And I'd smoke a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Go on the plane. Yeah. And they got rid of it. 
Well, it's a fucking room where you're hotboxing cigarettes. Yeah, they should get rid of that. Go outside. No, Just man. don't make me go back through security when I come back in. Yeah, there should be like a, a an exit. There should be a little like because like mezzanine. I've done, I, mezzanine. I've done the opposite of that where uh, there's this uh, the uh, popular spot like club in Santa Monica called the Bungalow, and uh, like the line got super long this one time when I was walking up, and I just skipped the entire line of like over a hundred people walked up and I was like, yeah, I was just uh, in, I, I just walked outside to smoke a cigarette. She's like, I don't remember you. I'm like, no, I just, I've been in and I just, you know, I'm not going to go way back in line. Like I just smoked a cigarette. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what, you know, same, same thing at the airport. I don't need to. I feel, like you, I feel like you can get away with that. Like once. I think not nah, just all about the confidence. Hmm. Like she doesn't know. I'm saying it very confident, a specific thing. She doesn't want to deal with it. It's better just let me in and keep it moving than it is for the, like a whole, you know, what like you going to do? Dick. Pull up the cameras, like, you know. See, I used to be a dick in my club. I'd be like, fuck you, get back in line. Well, I'm sure <laughs> I'll find, uh, like, uh, uh, no, recently I tried to get skip a line and I was like, yeah, I was just in there. And the guy was like, not back in line. And I was like, all right. He's like, good try, though. Damn. You got he, was, popped. He, he knew what I was doing. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could Spirit Airlines losing kids. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Spirit. That's not. I mean, that was like a smear article from like American or something. No, that was from the BBC. No, I know. It was was international news that they lost a six. Now, now a six year old kid gets lost on a plane and lands in Orlando, Florida. Right. They're talking, like I said, they're talking about Ron DeSantis shipping kids out when he brings them in front page news too. You know, we got to keep it fair and balanced like Fox. So we got to make sure we give him credit where credit's due. Shout out Ron DeSantis. I don't think his base is going to like that. Bring it in and send him to Disney world. He was going, trying to, trying to send him to Disney world. Tell him to take down Bob Iger and the rest. Of the- Jesus. Rudy Giuliani files for bankruptcy a day after a judge orders him to pay $146 million. This is from NPR, K-E-R-A. Shout out. Held together by support from viewers like you. Um, Former Trump campaign attorney has filed for bankruptcy one day after a federal judge ordered him to immediately pay $150 million to to two former Georgia election workers he defamed, which is like, what, a black woman and her mom? um <laughs> yeah no i'm saying like it's like two like two like black women who were yeah. just working there and it's like yeah. her, her mom's older ruby I mean, freeman and shamas there you go um chapter 11 bankruptcy filing submitted thursday in new york Giuliani reported millions of dollars in debt from lawsuits unpaid taxes outstanding legal fees the filing follows the judge ruling wednesday that Giuliani must immediately pay uh, wanda shay moss and her mother ruby freeman for spreading baseless claims about their involvement in the fraud. He said he called the jury's defamation award absurd and indicated he thought it would be overturned on appeal. I mean, he's mega broke, man. I mean, I wish, you know, I feel bad. Like, I don't know how much, how much of this do you think they're even going to get? I think they're going to get a lot of it or not 148 million, but they're going to get a lot. Like he's not broke, broke and bankruptcy does not, uh, like this judgment has nothing to do with bankruptcy. He has to pay this no matter what, if he goes bankrupt or not. So, so the fact that he did it the next day is whatever. And it's probably just a ploy to, to whenever they appeal it to, for them to lower the amount. 
But uh, dude, this guy, like uh, after he was working for the government, he like was like a part of like a huge law firm. He was getting paid a shit ton of money. He was doing speeches. He was like the favorite to be president. Like, you know, he was like getting all sorts of like this well, guy what, had a shit ton of money. What happens with all your campaign funds if you don't use them all? Um, just depends like where they came from. That's like, get, like a lot of super, times. Like super PAC money you can just keep, right? You keep it and then you could like deploy it uh for other people or you could if you're gonna run again then you could use it later like trump keeps it like just like spends uses like all of his travel and everything like and his illegal and, fees yeah his, they're paying his legal fees yeah um he accused moss of freeman of toying with ballots at an absentee ballot counting facility in fulton county he claimed they were scanning ballots for president joe biden multiple times he has to immediately pay the sum an eight-person jury awarded last week. A few days before that, the woman sued Julia. The woman sued Julian again, asking the courts to permanently ban him from speaking about them. Dude, he's stupid. Yeah, he's an idiot. He like, like they found him guilty, and then he just said that, uh, just doubled down on saying that they were or just defamed them again immediately outside of the courthouse. It's he's, the exact same thing that Trump the, did. Trump did the exact same shit that Trump did. It's mind blowing. Typically, these guys, these... like like they just don't believe like that. Like finally, the court system has come down on them, and so like <laughs> that they like just continue to behave uh, like that. Typically, those or those ordered to pay have thirty days before it is enforced. But in a motion filed Monday, the women's lawyers asked that the pause be waived for Giuliani. Giuliani, they argued he may be inclined to use the time to conceal his assets. As the court is aware, defendant Giuliani has already proven himself to be an unwilling and uncooperative litigant, including with respect to this court's orders to pay the attorney fees and costs. Damn. He has recorded all requests for payment without seeking extensions of time to make reimbursement. So he's just been trying to, like, that's what I'm saying. He's not even paying. He's not paying anybody. That's what I'm saying. How much money does he actually have? He's going to have to sell. They're going to liquidate his assets and shit. Yeah. It's not like, you can't be just like oh uh well talk like, about a fall from grace man i mean not that i i mean peak giuliani was whenever he was still doing fucked up shit but he was cleaning up new york with all like their illegal crime and all like the mob bosses and like the big crime wave in the 80s and early 90s like he did he was now, peak giuliani was post 9 11 but that's no, where, no, where, no, where well, he I'm came up. He, where he came up was yeah, when he was the attorney general of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that's what well, that. But the, I mean, after that, I mean, I guess you could say 9-11's peak Giuliani. He was one hundred percent polling as the number one front runner for the presidency. No, no, I know. I'm not. You know saying... what he did? You know what this idiot did? He uh, didn't campaign in Iowa or New Hampshire. He just went to Florida, and. Uh, um because it was like more diverse or whatever and had more electors and that was his campaign strategy and then so he lost iowa new hampshire and then like came in third in florida and then was done that was his well no but um, this, his big claim to fame with yes put him on the map to become mayor which is what allowed him to become the front runner because he was the mayor at the time whenever 9-11 happened right but the, I, like, gets- I like mayors that don't let 9-11 happen I don't understand why you get hyped up because you let a terrorist attack occur in your city. To me, that's like when you get fired. Yeah. So, I mean, and to see what he started out as is going against like organized crime and 
RICO charges, like going after organized crime, and now like crumbling at the feet of being a part of organized crime himself is he started this RICO shit, and this yep. is the motherfucking banks he gets. Like it's fascinating. There's gonna be a um. There's gonna be somebody's gonna win an Shakespearean. Oscar. Somebody's gonna win an Oscar playing Giuliani like twenty years from now. This is his whole life. Twenty five. No, I think you gotta give it more time. I think it'll be po- posthumous. Think he'll be dead, and then they'll make a Giuliani. <laughs> you movie. think he's got five years left? Come on, man. They, that dude is his his liver. The he went to the doctor to see what his liver was at, and the doctor was like, "Oh, your liver is fucked." <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not there. I don't even. That's not even a thing. There was a guy like in one of these uh this uh CBT group that I was in, and uh, he was talking to like the facilitator, and he's like, "Yeah, I went to the doctor, and he was like saying actually my uh liver and kidneys are actually like looking like pretty normal now." And he goes, "He goes, that's crazy because the last time he went, the doctor said that they were fucked." And I the guy started laughing so hard, and he was like, "No, seriously, the doctor said that." He was like, "You're fucked. Like you're gonna die." And then turned around. So. Damn, damn. There you go. Um, no, but I mean, there, there's going to be the like, keys. A historical figure at this point. No, the, I agree. The, but the documented think- fall from grace to go from the guy who cleaned up New York in the late '80s or in the '80s and '90s. You know, obviously, so right, they did a five-part documentary series this year on Giuliani on CNN. Like, they're not going to wait twenty years. Like twenty years from now people i don't even know if they'll care that much oh, i think people will he's forget. a goofball like they'll be like man that guy's a not fucking... kissinger Oof. yeah r.i.p no rest in piss bro yeah. let's go yeah, that's right let's go but no um god yes bless. so i mean I, this is like trump and alex jones-esque because Alex Jones ordered to pay a shit ton of money, files for bankruptcy. They're like, motherfucker, you got money. You're selling your fucking ginseng root dick pills on your show. We know you're making money. And he's just like, deny, deny, deny. And then they finally lowered it. So they're going to lower his. They- it doesn't, see, there's no reason to lower it. And they're not going to lower his. Because this, they they actually gave him less than what the person was recommending that they give him on that, and then the punitive damages uh, generally have to be like within like three to five times of what the other damages were, and this was like right in there. So like, there's not very much room to go here. And the point of it being so high is that so people don't do this again, and like they like make. There's no cap in their state where it's like, oh, you're rewarded. No, no, upon thy head lied no bonnet, bitch. Well, that sucks uh there's no cap but there's like a like a standard a parameter and it's usually the punitive damages i I heard were like anywhere from three to five times what the other uh with the i forget what the term is for the initial damages that were paid out so they got paid like 17 mil each and then they got paid 70 mil or something on top of that or like yeah uh, Dang, bro, Giuliani's about to hand all of his money over to black women he slandered. Yeah. But for this is like out of all of them, this is probably the most crippling defeat out of all of them, right? He's still got more down the pipeline. He's still got the 
like the Dominion smart. No, he's in the Rico case. He's gonna go to prison. No, I know, but this is five year minimum sentence. But this is all his money. Now he's so, so oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, all yeah, of his money. For like sure. all of his money is like gone. No, so I mean it? Trump was holding a dinner, a hundred thousand dollars a plate for Giuliani's legal expenses just like four months ago before this this trial got going. Like, so no, the dude is legit broke, but like that doesn't mean he doesn't have like a five million dollar house in New York, you know. And so, and he's, guess, he's probably got money offshore too. Oh, of course he does, dude. You know. He, think about the people he's running with ever since 9-11 like you know he owns like a llc and where is it like new hampshire or something like that right i mean what trump knows how to get money you know and we're you know i'm sure he's got an account at deutsche bank let's just say that yeah probably he'd be probably better at hiding his money than trump too mm, he's sloppy he's a sloppy drunk bro sloppy drunk but i mean no, I mean uh... he's slipping. He's whipping his dick out on a Bo Rat movie, you know. Like he's he's not like you know he's bro. Not... How how great did that age that it's like oh no, dude, he was totally about to take his dick out. Like don't doubt. Like he's like no, we're oh and this, and it was like oh well maybe it was like kind of a and now it's like oh no, that dude's a total creeper. Yeah, and was totally about to whip his dick out. I know. I, I've been I like I was been thinking about this. It's like uh all these fucking idiots on the right who do like all this illegal shit and we all have to be like, well, like was he actually like acute like this insert like Trump in the insurrection? Was he like did they you know, was he a part of the insurrection? He hasn't been convicted of it. And it's like we all know that that like why do we all have to like we all know that he did that, you know? It's like we all know that Giuliani whipped his dick out like like just because he's saying uh, i don't know you know it's like like we all like kind of like we're not a jury we're not like you know like we're humans like we witness these things we don't have to like prove it beyond a reasonable doubt like we could just know that things happen regardless if they've been convicted or not you know yeah, right well, or if people admit to it well dick flopper head sweat melting fucking giuliani foster bankruptcy um, next article from the LA Times. After years long fight, ex sheriff agrees to comply with subpoenas to testify on deputy gangs. Alex Villanueva, um, LA, the LA County Sheriff, has reversed course and agreed to appear in front of a civilian oversight commission. He's very willing to testify in, gen in January and he will answer any questions you have under oath. So, this is something that's been going on where we hear about these LA cop gangs um so these are gangs of police, police officers, officers within the department yeah that go out and do all sorts i mean you would know more about it than i would but um i mean what's, the, yeah what's, like, the, what's the what's the local lore on this shit i mean i don't know that much about it i just i mean i do know that it is real they do exist and so they're, yeah they're just cops that behave like that behave as though they're in a gang or because they are in a gang. Yeah, it seems the COC is only interested in subpoenas when my name is on the ballot and they want influence the they want to influence it influence the outcome of the race I'm in. He wrote in an email to the Times, I'll be more than happy to expose the false narrative of deputy gangs as a private citizen. Because I guess he's running for office. Is he running for sheriff? Is this the sheriff we're talking about? 
Yeah, this year. Yeah, you have to run for that. Like, you have to get elected. Earlier this year, the commission's special counsel issued a 70-page report condemning the cancer of violent deputy gains and urging Sheriff Robert Luna to create a stronger policy banning secretive groups. And that's something where there's, like, cops running around with tattoos that all match, have, like, gang, gang-style gang tattoos, shaking down drug dealers, raiding drug houses, taking their monies and shit. Honestly, it's some, like training me, day to training day shit yeah to me it, it only makes sense it's the natural evolution of like that people are going to infiltrate the police department and you know for nefarious purposes and then oh, also yeah. when you think about like or you might not even like like set out to do that but like you're a, you're an la police officer and like you're like you know, maybe maybe working undercover or like raiding shit and like doing like crazy fucking shit. And you're like, wait a second, like why aren't we like coming up on this? Like this is like but these are just like cops, like beat cops. These are just like what I'm all saying. Types like, of cops. You see the opportunities that like there that are in front of you, also with the risk that you're putting yourself at. And you, I mean, I could see like you making like a compromise, you know, morally. Yeah, but I mean, there's talks of people who are gonna testify, speak out against, go missing murdered people being killed by these cops um yeah it should be into they've been calling for this guy for years to come it's testify. surprising because the lapd is like you know they've like been you know white shoe just uh ship shape tip top like oh yeah buttoned up like for you know, decades for decades dec- now lapd dude. inclusive fucking no, shining example but you know on the hill of i like, mean they haven't nobody in the lapd has said the n-word in like 60 years and that's just a fact everyone knows that no man the lapd is notoriously like yeah corrupt and fucked is that like one of the last police departments you'd want to get arrested by no because i've got the complexion for the protection you know well for me probably yeah that would suck september and appeals court agreed this month lawyers for the county embarked on a two-step process process by asking for a hearing so the judge could decide whether to order villanueva and murakami to comply with the subpoena so they're all like and that's the that's what's goofy it's the same thing with this with um our elected officials when it comes to subpoenas they're just like no fuck you that's a new thing but uh, they've been throwing people in jail for that. So, well, not none of these, not any of these LA cops, these LA county cops, do like whatever the fuck they want, from what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, LA's like city is like the way the structure. It's kind of weird, like where there's like a the commission, and then there's the council, and then there's the mayor, and like the, like the mayor can't really do anything without the commission, and then there's like the police department. So. There's They're like a go. lot of like politics and you know power send players. send send his homies to go arrest them. Um, in one of those cases, Los Angeles uh, Superior County Court Judge Elaine Liu scheduled a contempt hearing for last year, but called it off after Villanueva's lawyers asked a higher court to step in. Like that's wild. Yeah. Make them make them not make us do it. That, yeah, that's like when uh yeah in training day when he goes to the three wise men and gets the warrant. You know, it's like the older guys like at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it gets them to sign off, and then he puts like the cash like in their trunk. Yeah, yeah, and it's like appreciate you. Yeah, it's fucked up. Previously, the former under sheriff has cited a medical condition as his reason for refusing to testify. I mean, I'm interested to see what comes out of that. The, 
I, I don't know if we'll ever really know what the fuck goes on. I mean, these guys are all going to protect themselves. Yeah. Like, it's always, it's always cover up shit, like with cops, you know, it's like always like protect the blue or or the, you know, the shield or whatever. And it's like, no, that's the whole reason why they're shitty cops, because y'all don't fucking like call them out when there's a shitty cop. You guys are like, oh, like, you know, no matter what, don't say anything like we didn't admit to anything wrong. And so then you end up like in this like cesspool of fuckery. So um, I was having a conversation with someone. I don't know if you remember, but there was a guy named Christopher Drorner who was an L.A. cop, got fired because he reported some sketchy shit. And then this is the guy who went on some crazy gun rampage. Yeah, I remember. And then got burned alive in some cabin Yeah, that they set ablaze. That was out they, here in California, right? And Yeah, that was all, and the, the audio on that's wild because they have like the radio chat and they're like, light that motherfucker up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but that's his, I mean, I didn't read all of it, but he had some, you know, manifesto about why he was going around shooting LAPD cops and it was all about this crazy corrupt system and these gangs and how it's like super fucked up but he's like no nah, these are fucked up cops and that's why he kind of went he's also a little crazy but that's why he went on his crazy rampage while well, I was talking to somebody and they were telling me how where they lived in California um sorry no where they lived yeah where they lived in California he was a regular at the bar that they used to that he used to go to, and he'd always sit at the bar top and get drinks after whatever he was doing. And he's like, he's like, I've had like multiple conversations with that guy before, and it was wild when that was going on because we were watching it on the news, and we were like, holy shit! He's like, but all he would talk about when he was in the bar was these super fucked up cops doing all this crazy shit, and how he needs to do something about it. And oh, one of these days, everyone's going to find out what's going on. And what's wild is nobody really knows why that guy did that shit in the first place because they didn't take him alive. They had him cornered up in up in that cabin. They set it on fire. And what's even wilder is while they were looking for him, there was a mom and like a daughter who were driving and they thought it was his truck. And these cops just laid bullets into this car full of innocent people i think they everyone survived but like unloaded on this car like on first sight like that's what these cops do like like it's not uh you know it's it's unload the clip you know no matter what you know it's like that's why it's like like there's kids out here getting shot like 35 fucking times like unarmed it's ridiculous and i remember when i was a kid there was some there was a kid when i was a kid there was a child who like was playing with the toy gun got shot by a cop because he was playing with the toy gun and it was like the biggest story and it's like that shit happens all the time no i i was running from cops never did it ever even cross my mind that they would think to shoot me oh dude there's shit that we did back in the day that somebody would have shot at us 100 percent. somebody now, now yeah. in today's world we i would somebody would have shot at us for sure no doubt about it for sure. and the cops have been like well what were you doing is okay. that you out there with the double ply Charmin in his trees? Is that me? Isn't here, you black son of a bitch. You're like, oh, Jesus. Good school SRO teacher. You need to be in class. Well, that's a little harsh there, buddy. But come on, chill out, Mario. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm. this isn't shocking. It's shocking that he's going to go testify. He's obviously going to lie. He's obviously not going to say what the fuck's going on. If he plans on trying to get reelected, be around these people. If he's actually going to tell the truth, he might not even make it, man. Like 
this has been going on for so long and it's every once in a while you hear something about it every and the, i've been watching like city city hall meetings where these people that like it is people from all walks of life being like what the fuck are the cops doing like hundreds of people in a, in a hall just barking and barking and they don't do and it's at the end of the day nothing really comes from it because some chuckle fuck like this guy is gonna go up there and be like well no we don't know what you're talking about and everybody's good this is all a false narrative someone says false narrative i think it's probably true do you that's how you're going to dispute it ah oh, that's a false narrative if someone says that to me in a day-to-day conversation that guy's fucking guilty i don't care what it is <laughs> Um, I don't know, because like I feel like the Republicans are painting false narratives constantly, and if that needs to get pointed out, then I'm talking about in if I'm like, hey man, the neighbor told me that you got caught that you caught her caught you pissing on their car, and you were like, no, that's a false narrative. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. You okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what that's, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like everyday uh, use. Like if someone talks like this, that. Yeah, I listen yeah. to this podcast and uh, that covers the media, but they they do they've been doing like uh, words that are only used in media, you know, like that you've never heard like somebody say like, like uh, he's carrying like a cudgel with them, you know, it's like only something you would see in print or like on the news, you know, false narrative give, on the news. You know, I gotta give a shout out Dr. Oz, you know, Dr. Why Oz. Why was shouting out that? Did a really, he did a really bad video. This was forever ago. I mean, we, I think, you know, we talked about it whenever he was running and it was how things are so expensive and he went and bought crudite uh, yeah and now i use that all the time i love that word crudite yeah i just use it just to sound like a pretentious no cap and, yeah no bonnet upon on god lord. on god upon if i lord on strength on, on cauliflower the, on the strength bro on the strength <laughs> on, on hidden strength. valley rain stressing yeah crudite uh, but I love, but like, shout out Dr. Ross for teaching me that word, you know. I've, I've Lost all the him things. an election. Yeah, what does that mean? To a guy that was incapacitated due to a stroke. Oz couldn't even beat that guy. Who they literally had to be like, look, dude, you need to put on some fucking clothes when you come to work. And like, he said, no. Like, we get it. We get it. You point, put on, come on, dude. You're wearing, big, you're wearing a big dog t shirt and some and one basketball shorts. Because I'm a big dog. I mean, I, I'm pack. surprised you're wearing that big dog shirt. That's really old. That's probably a collector's item. You should like put that away. Don't hate on Fetterman, man. No, I'm not. But I'm just saying, I can hate on his outfit and his attire. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. you could be like, I'm just saying, if they, if they're like, why you're just you're just worried because like he's a, he's ready to go pick up. He's gonna take your ass to the hoop. He's probably yeah. good in the low post here, oh, Marco. Sure. To boxing people, some out. big Jokic. big lurch moves, dude. Just dude, out there, catch a bow. Oh, dude, it's like Arvita Sabonis out there, dude. <laughs> but I mean, we'll see what happens. So, a years long fight, he's going to comply with subpoenas, testify on deputy gangs. We'll fucking see. He's just going to sit there and be like, fifth, not true. He's going to lie hey, his man, ass. Just let off. it happen. You don't know. But how could you have faith? That's the whole thing. We're tackling gang gang criminal activity amongst the LAPD. You know that's who been, would be good. You know fighting be that since before you know I'm be alive. For that Rudy Giuliani. Ooh, that's it. That's it. That's like his thing. That's like a snake bliskin where it's like escape from LA, but they yeah. put him in. It used LA. to be escape from New York, and now it's and escape that, from LA. Yeah. Oh, that was that's a sequel. I know. I saw it, which is really good. 
Um, it's actually really bad, but it's really good. No, it is really good. Um, but yeah, that that'd be it. That that's totally what would. There it is, man. That would revive his whole. You send him in. Look, you do this. We let you Break off the, the LAPD gangs. You help us get gang, Trump. Gang. Yeah, and he's he's like, I'm in. This is what I do. You know, we got to get you back. Meet to us your at roots. the Four Seasons landscaping, and let's fucking it'll, go. It'll be like um the second fight. It's like after Rocky loses to Club, Clubber Lane the first time, then he has to fight Mr. T a second time, and he has to get back to his roots because he forgot who he was, and then he you know goes and beats him and wins his title back. There you go, Giuliani. We're rooting for you, man. So Giuliani, be Mr. T. Get back to your yeah, to, to your anti-corruption, cleaning up the swamp in a big city. It's right here for you, man. He's just so goofy now. Giuliani's such kind of a He's buffoon. Drunk at all times. He's such a buffoon. There was one thing that he did where he was doing his live streams, you know, and he had Pornhub pulled up on his computer. <laughs> Where it like switched over to his desktop screen. He was like flipping through his filters and it was just like porn hub. Yeah, you know, like... shut up. There was a guy that was on CNN and during like a Zoom call, uh, he was jerking off. Yeah, and it was like everyone could see. Yeah, but he's like still on CNN. Every, like it wasn't like he was trying to be perverted. It was just a mishap and it was bound to happen, you know, during the pandemic on the Zoom. You know, everybody was new to it. Yeah, I mean, jerking off during a meeting. Who does? Yeah, that? he he was off the air for a while. Though. They like suspended him, and then realized like, well, he didn't really like do anything. Imagine getting sued because you fired a guy for jerking on camera, and you legally couldn't fire him. Well, no, he was also like he's been in, like he's like a author who's been around for a long ass time. So I know. I'm just saying. Imagine being like, oh dang, and then like being brought back as like the jerk off guy. It's good to have you back, and uh, we can just we can give just me bump, a hand. We can just bump elbows. Like we don't need to touch hands ever again. Don't no. Don't okay, your, everybody jerks off. Don't put your hands in my chips. Yeah, you. I think that was somebody. the. I think that was the meeting. It was like, oh, we all jerk off. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Everybody, just jerk off right now. Jerk it if you got it on Zoom all at once. We'll get this out of the way. Make them feel more comfortable. Welcome back to the team. Jerk it if you got it. Yeah, jerk it if you got it. Do whatever you got to do. Make it happen, Captain. Welcome back. And he's like, thanks, you guys. This means we thought you'd be more comfortable <laughs> if you got to watch us do it. Um, last article, blood, guts, right, blood, guns, and broken scooters inside the chaotic rise and fall of bird. Um, I fucking loved bird scooters, not to ride them, but to like fuck with them. And I used to follow this really good um, Instagram account that it got shut down. Bird like hunted them down. But it was called Bird Graveyard. And it was this guy who just went around and destroyed bird scooters in the most fantastic ways possible. Um, and then it got like literally got banded shut down, but it had like 200,000 followers. There was a Vice article about it. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, but yeah, they went bankrupt. So Bird was once valued at two billion. Now it's filed for bankruptcy. Um, the untold story of untold story of the contractors who risked it all to make micro mobility micro mobility a reality. So this guy's in a minivan. John is chasing one of his two hundred and fifty electric scooters down the California highway. Finds it ten miles away. This guy's just tracking his fucking scooters because people just jack them. And his job is dictated by him running around in a van and retrieving his fucking scooters 
the guy that owns Bird? No, one of the like, so there's contractors. So there's like oh, that's man- that's a job. Fleet managers. Yeah. yeah. So he has 250 scooters. That's his fleet. And it's his job to manage this so fleet. He's like a modern day cowboy, you know. And you have like you have like a group of cattle, a herd, as they call it in Texas. Yeah, he finds it ten. Yeah, and you it? have to keep them. You have to let them out to graze and then bring them back in. Yeah, he finds it 10 miles away, hiding in a bush, running dumb tactic that he says thieves use to test whether someone will come after them or if they can take the scooter home. John, not his real name, because he gave a fake alias, always gives chase because his livelihood depends on it. If I come in too soft, then they say, oh, this guy's a pussy. I could kick his ass. <laughs> so I have to be a little aggressive, says John, who is well past the age where it's safe to fist fight. He spends the next hour hunting down another other scooters from his fleet. Didn't know it was safe to fist fight ever, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's wild to think about that they've act, that they've gone fucking bankrupt. I mean, it's not that wild. Like you know, they probably uh, just. I mean, the whole thing is a fucking mess. It's like a cancer on LA. It's like, you know, it's like people like the like the emergency rooms are like overfilled with people from scooter injuries. Like that's real. Like they and it's a problem. And oh, then, I've seen people eat it hard on a scooter. Yeah, like mega people that should not be, shouldn't be riding yeah, them are always everywhere. the ones you see riding them. It's just like I say, the person that needs that's like chasing the bus, like oh fuck, I'm late, is never the person that's gonna catch the fucking bus. It's never. It's always somebody. Your boy's somebody, buses. Your boy's some custom buses. Yeah, but um, what I'm saying is, if you caught the bus, like I'd be like, oh, this guy might catch us. It's always people that should not be chasing a bus or the ones that are chasing the bus. It's always the ones that are riding a, a scooter or shouldn't have no business. Haven't ridden a scooter or anything. Haven't been on a bike in 20 years. Have two mimosas and they want to hop on a fucking scooter that goes 20 miles an hour and flying around in traffic in like downtown Santa Barbara or Austin. I was living in Austin when the bird, the bird scooters it blew up. It was insane. I was like, this is fucking madness. They're everywhere. People are getting hit by cars. Dude, when I was doing the uh, residential therapy, uh, this lady that was there, her son was in Austin for his birthday, and he got into a bird accident, hit his head, uh, went, got up, went home, and then uh, didn't wake up the next morning and was like in a coma. So that shit is real. That's why they tell you don't. Go I never to sleep. got on one because of all that shit that I heard when I lived in Santa Monica. Like that, you know, every time I walked out of my apartment, like there's like three right there I could jump on. And I was like, nah. Thing, it's not letting me see the whole fucking article, which is annoying because it did on my well, laptop. But um, it started out with like just ten scooters in California, and then within nine months, they had three hundred three hundred million dollars in investments. In a two billion dollar, yeah, I like, just don't think that they're probably the uh, business model's not there. You know, like it's like too, probably too much, too hard to maintain, and like for how much money they're getting, and like, well, they were leaving them out for like exactly. advertising. Everybody can get them, and they're getting stolen. They're having to pay yeah, mechanics. It's a fucking nightmare. It sounds like some MLM shit, dude. It sounds like like because this guy went from oh, I used to just be a mechanic to then I was a fleet manager. But like even now, this dude, this motherfucker's running around chasing scooters in a van. He's that's like, not MLM. That's called getting like moving up in a company. That's like normal shit. 
but he says i feel like i was just used to fix scooters like i didn't get anything out of this job and i've worked for them since well, they started would, yeah there's nothing to get out that all they do is get scooters to the public use like what what is he talking I'm, about i'm i'm feel i feel bad for john man he's gotta go out there parlay it into like being a not mechanic be a or, not or be a pussy and go oh, yeah, well, yeah. you can't oh, yeah. be a well i mean i don't know how you're gonna what the mechanic qualifications are like oh i used to work on bird scooters so like oh welcome to audi like i don't think that's happening. uh it just depends how you sell it bro don't be a pussy i, Ask I for that job. specialize in ev vehicles and e-vehicles you probably could say that's electric dude he's a but, cowboy but they filed for bankruptcy there's still some that are like floating around but it's wild so they're like bird started the whole craze of the scooters and they're like they're out they bought out their competition and then they went so, belly yeah, the fuck up it's the second mouse always gets the cheese you know it's like you, you have somebody come like think about apple you know they didn't invent like the uh, mp3 player they just perfected it they didn't invent the cell phone perfected it you know perfected it is the iphone perfect it's the number one cell phone on the in planet. The, in the US, though, it's not. Okay, well, you know what I'm saying. It is. How about this? Makes up less than 30% of the market in phones in the world. Right, right. Uh, it is the cell phone to the top 1% of the world. The top 1 billion people in the world economically have iPhones. Well, I think I'm up there and I don't have an iPhone. I know, but that's, you know. I'm black. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, I mean, it was just I bet an you art- T-Mobile. I bet you have T-Mobile too. Yeah, it just seems like people, I feel I feel bad for people like Bob. I wish this whole article would pull up on my desktop, but it's an Apple, it's an Apple article. I try to throw some apples in there for you and it locks me out on my I piece. couldn't read them because of it because I, I didn't, I don't have the Apple news subscription, so. What? And I'm still stuck renewing it and you don't even have it anymore? You son of a bitch. I only got it because of you. I know. But didn't I buy it? No. Uh, I purchased the Super Producers subscription. Yeah, I think you got his. You said you'd get mine. And I was like, no, I got money. I could pay $10 a month. Now <laughs> yeah, I know. 12, now it's twelve ninety nine. I know. Well, you're welcome. Meditate, bitches. But, I mean, shout out, bird. R.I.P. Because it did bring me some good memories where I did watch some good crashes, like where no one was seriously hurt, but I saw some good, like, ugh, like good crashes. Where I was like, oh, what is this guy doing? Ah, there's something about it where you, know, you see someone they're riding around, they're like, oh, they have no idea there's a step there, and they end up being okay. That's great because half of the people that are on these scooters are drunk. So if they're drunk and they're riding around these scooters, they got a good shot at not getting hurt because they're all loosey-goosey. I don't believe that. That whole stupid theory. About drunk people being yeah. more relaxed in cars so they don't yeah. get hurt? Yeah. Really? I mean, I feel like that's statistically provable. It's not. How that's, do you know? That's made-up bullshit. You think? 100%. Why would they make that up? Because just to make people dumb. hate, dr- just to make that was like back in the drunk. day when, yeah, they like didn't they hate even... drunk drivers more. Yeah, they're like, uh, five years ago, like you, you, just, motherfucker. you could just be wasted and drive, like you know, and you're like... fine. Look at you, like, I guess it just like ups the ante a little bit, yeah. Wrong, that was like during the just say no days, like you know, none of that information they told us was right. 
No, some of it was right. Like no, this will no, this will no no, no, no. this will fuck wrong, you. Wrong, no, when they wrong. told me that we would fuck me up, yeah, we fucked me up. First, I was like, hell yeah, this is it, awesome. Well, we would just find out uh, that a glass of wine is actually not good for you. Surprise! Drinking a glass of of alcoholic poison a day isn't good for the body. Turns out, like you know, it's like. Every day we find out what we, what we thought was right is like wrong, you know. Like no, but I'm, I'm, just even saying, work. I'm just saying they they were a little spot on in the descriptions on what would happen if you took these drugs. Like they'll make you relax, they'll make you eat a lot of food, and you'll laugh a lot. I was like, okay, like, this sounds kind of fucking. And then you'll tight. start doing heroin three weeks yeah. later. And it's a gateway drug, which is the stupidest shit ever. There's people who are like, no, nah, I only smoke rock i don't like weed it makes me paranoid you're like what well like that? just actually you know just making weed illegal is why it's a gateway is because then you're hanging out with people who also sell other shit but if i could just go buy it at the dispensary i'm not hanging out with the coke dealer yeah that's true no one wants to hang out with the coke dealer no the coke dealer doesn't want to hang out with you either bro yeah he doesn't unless he's <laughs> like i gotta drive i gotta Keep drive drive moving. drive i gotta drive i got deliveries to make you're like oh you're stressing me out dude you end every night at arby's oh yeah man <laughs> you want some weed gross get the fuck out of my car <laughs> what do you got what do you got for us anything insightful Nah, just a merry motherfucking christmas that's yeah. the day after yeah <clears throat> cool oh man gotta go back to the roblox server tomorrow um but yeah you had a good christmas family was good all good, baby, baby. Get anything good? Money. Let's go. Let's go. Any any uh any gambling stories? Have you gambled since or no? Uh yeah, well, yeah, I did go. Um I, I like had taken an edible and it was like hit me really hard. It was like this drink, and I wasn't sure if I sh- like it was the end of the night and like uh or it was like 11.45, so I went. I got there at midnight. I had 50 bucks cash. That's like the minimum you could buy in. So I was like, let me see if, you know, what I could do here. I put in 50. Uh, like, second hand I get. Uh, I'm in this hand with, like, these two guys. This one guy's got a ton of chips and, and like, smells like like booze. He's sitting right, right next to me. And this other guy, I flop. Uh, I got King 10, flop three tens. Um, the two guys check to me. I bet five. And then the guy right after me just goes like aggressively all in and like, and like, uh, or, or, or no, it goes 20. And then I just go, all right, well, I'm going to go all in. And, uh, he aggressively turns over. He has a, a three tens, but like an eight kicker. And I just flip my hand over and he just, just devastated. Um, it's the best. And somebody's like trying to be over aggressive and then they're like, don't even, don't even have the hand, you know, they're wrong. Yeah. Uh, so then he goes and he buys in a hundred more chips and like the next hand uh i've got king jack and he aggressively puts in 20 pre-flop and then like two people call and like i'd already put in like five so i'm like okay there's like like 80 in the pot already i'll call with my king jack see what happens uh jack comes out on the flop it's the high card uh, he goes all in and I'm like, is this really happening? And I've seen this a lot where people just go on tilt and like, just go, you know, lose their mind. And so if, if you see it happening, you'll want to catch it. Cause then you just take all their chips. So I'm like, all right. And so I call him, but he had ace Jack. I had King Jack. So he actually took all of my chips and I got up and left. 
Damn, he got you back. So it's if that if you're gonna do that with someone, it's better to be the second person because then you you end up with the chips. You don't want to be the first person taking chips. Yeah, damn. I know. Well, I mean, you know, but you're still doing good. No, I know. The whole thing was so weird. I was like, like this is. It was weird how I just like quickly doubled up, which was like the exact plan, and then this guy's going crazy, and I'm like. I got a jack again. I almost wanted to just fold, like stay away from this hand because it's just like, I don't even want to take his money again. Like he might like beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy with the red sweater just came down and I'm all in. I'm all in. You're like, yeah, dude, we get it. Chill yeah. People do out. that. Like that's, I mean, but you have to be aware of those situations because those are times to make your money, you know? Yeah. True. All right. Well, 119 in the bags. Another one. Got anything for us? Meditate, bitches. All right, yeah, y'all be good. Hopefully, y'all had a good holiday. Be good. Um, we got New Year's coming up, so spend it with people you love. And yeah, just, I don't know, don't fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>